Welcome to the podcast. Brad Davis here, your host in creating the most successful version of you. I'm a WA-based personal trainer, gym owner, business coach, and entrepreneur. My intentions for this podcast in creating the most successful version of you is to meet up with people who are creating success in their own life, whatever that means to them. Today's episode is of Mark Polo Thomas, one of the coaches at BDPT Basement Gym. We go into Mark's story of success, which I'm sure you guys are going to enjoy. G'day guys, welcome to this episode of the podcast. Now we're doing this episode in the gym, um, so we could have anyone walking in at any moment making a ruckus, or you might hear some music in the background, but they're good tunes, so it's all G. And uh, Rachel Linney's um, coming back soon, and no doubt she'll walk in and, and yell some expert, some uh, colourful language. So uh, anyway, we shall see how we go. This week's episode, today's episode, is another one of our fantastic coaches from BDPT and BDPT Basement Gym, Mark Polo Thomas. How the fuck are you? I'm doing good, mate. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Polo, where did you get Polo from? Which genius came up with that? Oh, yeah, it's obviously our team leader, <laughs> hey? yeah. <laughs> yeah, we come up with some, uh, I think everyone's got a nickname here. Um, Polo, where, where did, what is Polo? Where did we actually come up with that? What is the backstory? Is... I don't know. Just, Marco, uh, Marco Polo, because yeah. I started calling you Marco. Yeah, Marco Polo. See how we work here. Just nothing but pure, <laughs> pure genius. Brother, how are you today? How's things? Yeah, things are going good. I'm not too bad. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, we kind of did the the other uh, podcast before COVID nineteen, um, and then we've kind of gone through COVID nineteen, and you've been the the podcast on the other side. So. Would be interesting if some of that kind of information intel came through this podcast. Yeah, hey, definitely. Um, being on the other side, in saying that, hopefully we're on the total other side of it. Um, okay, this podcast is all about success. Success is a great word. It's got a lot of different meanings to different people. Um, not everyone associates it to money. Hardly anyone associates it to money anymore. It's more about happiness, and you know, just just it always has a different internal feeling for each individual. So, Polo, what does success mean to you? Yeah, well, think um, how you've said like success isn't always about money. It's different to everyone. I think that's exactly it. Like it doesn't matter what you're trying to achieve, whether you've got a small goal or a big goal. As soon as you achieve one of those, I think that's your own personal success, no matter on what you're actually trying to get out of it. Yeah. And, and like, it doesn't matter how big or small the goal, hey, like, and that means anyone can achieve it on a yeah. daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool, yeah. as Love it, bro. Um, the, the thing I love about getting you guys on the podcast is that we can go deep into your story, deep into your upbringing, deep into how you got into the fitness industry. The fitness industry is not an easy industry to be successful at. It's got a horrible dropout rate of PTs. Um, not, not being able to create that business and, and move forward with it. Um, so, bro, that's what I'm pumped to get into. Just your upbringing. Take us right back to the start. Where were you born? What was it all about? Oh, okay, so, well, I don't know if you can tell. I'm from England. No way. Uh, yeah. No way. Okay. <laughs> Other than my Aussie accent, you wouldn't be able to tell. Um, I didn't know. But, yeah, so I grew up in Dudley, so it's near Birmingham. Um and yeah, I've got two brothers, so it's just us three lads, so I always play fighting, that sort of stuff. Sick. Um, you Are they over there or here? Or? No, it's, it's literally just me over here. Just you so, over here? Yeah, so obviously it's it's tough missing the family and that, because um, my older brother has recently had 
first kid as well. Oh, so wow, yeah. First time uncle, so yeah, I'm missing yeah. a lot of all that side of stuff, and that that's tough. But yeah. um, I'm happy I came over here, so I feel like that's just something I've got to like try try my best to deal with and just stay in touch with them as much as possible. But yeah, so I've got um, my two brothers, and even just on this weekend, I was talking to the little brother, because he's still studying to be a builder. Oh, nice. And um, yeah, so he's... He's mentioned he's looking to come over, so I'm fucking stoked if he is, but oh, yeah. yeah. You guys do some training together, don't you? Some Zoom call training type scenario, don't you? We did try, this was all through the COVID, COVID yeah, because um, yeah, obviously it affected fucking everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, so wrong. yeah, the little bro, he wanted to do some sessions, so we set it all up over like the Zoom meetings and Skype, and yeah, we got a few in, it was good. We had, both had limited equipment at home, uh, and then obviously with the time difference, I was doing it yeah. on the afternoon. Lee was doing it in the morning at like nine o'clock, and then uh, he sleeps for England, so he ended up a couple of sessions. Nah, um, I've slept through on that. So yeah, yeah, he's so I think yeah we had a few sessions where he didn't rock up or he's he's asleep, and then I got lazy with it as well, so we didn't end up doing them, and they just sort of dwindled out. So yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't believe it. Linny's just come in here and actually been quiet. You would not believe it. I was just, I was just introducing you on the podcast before saying Linny's going to come in and yell some obscene language. Get fucked. <laughs> Thank you. There we go. As I said, we are in the gym. We've got uh, shit going on left, right, center. Brother, back to your story. Um, obviously, you know, born over the other side of the globe, almost family separated. What, what else? What about your upbringing? Playing sports. Yeah, so well to be fair, I've always I've always loved actually playing sports, but I've never been one for watching sports. Like I'd rather just get my hands dirty, play a game, but that's it for me. Like my family, we've never been interested like watching football, not bothered with any of it, but we'll happily have a game and that. So yeah, it's quite quite weird me being in the fitness industry now, but uh, yeah, I, I'm really enjoying it at the minute because uh, I used to be a teacher. Yeah, so. cool. Yeah, so full qualified as a as a teacher, you were in that industry for a while. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm a bit of the black sheep of the family. Like my dad, builder, then my <laughs> older brother, builder, yeah. me. So I went off to uni, tried to study to be a teacher, and now I've got the little brother following everyone else's footsteps, builder as well. There you go. So yeah, it was just me, the odd one out, but. Yeah. Yeah, so like I say, I got into teaching and I studied, got my degree. I was teaching for a couple of years in England and then I met Australian girl, I met Shanice uh, over in England. She was on her visa and then she had to leave the country and it was a case of, okay, do I sort of go with her? Like we've been seeing each other for a bit uh, or do we just cut things off and here we are years later. Well, so. So I was gonna ask that, what's the actual reason that you moved over to Australia and, and basically, uh, for lack of a better term, not left the family at home, but uh, in a sense, you were definitely separated coming over. So that was it, that was the Yeah, was the reason. Really, yeah. blame Shanice. Shanice, there you go. Well, I'm thinking Shanice, actually, because you, yeah. you've come into, into Mandra, you reached out on Instagram, uh, we, we got in for a, for a chat. After our chat, I just thought to myself, I've got to have this guy on board. Yeah. I have to have this guy on the team. Because it's um, like, I think, thinking of, like, the person <clears throat> I used to be, like, there's no way I'd ever think, like, coming from a small town in Dudley, like, I was quite happy in the school teaching, and, like, it's just crazy how things have turned around. Like, I never thought I'd be in Oz. Like, I never thought I'd just 
get up and go and like it's crazy like one person comes along totally changes yeah yeah it's it's funny like the the thought of that happening is different to when you're actually in that situation out of reality and and same thing as like when we when we create worst case scenarios in our head or, or when we think about something that we're worried about we think about all the shit things that can be associated with it it's it's so fucking different when you're in that when you're in yeah, that, yeah. like actual position right yeah, there, yeah. isn't it so yeah it's, I mean it's, it's a totally crazy journey because like I obviously come over here I've never been to Oz before yeah so it was just a case of like sold my car packed up all my stuff holy shit anything else I had left like I gave it to dad yeah. brothers either just to keep for themselves or hold on for me if I'm back yeah um and yeah, like I come over on the working holiday visa. So I went from teaching and I had to get a job, um, like either farming some sort. Just ah, I've heard to that. try and get yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the second year for my visa. Yeah. So Shanice's family, they are originally from York yeah. and they've all got family farm and everything. Cool. So I went to get a job uh, on the farm and fuck me like never again like I absolutely <laughs> hated it what were you doing what oh was... so I was driving uh chaser bin yeah and it's just like long hours the longest I worked was 19 and a half hours what and that is just sitting in the tractor all fucking day driving around collect- collecting the grain then pulling it away and that was it and there's no rest like you take your own lunch no toilet breaks it's just nah you do the job no toilet breaks for 19 hours nah if you want a toilet break you stop the tractor go get back in and you're good to go again (laughs) honestly mate it was ruthless that was ridiculous (laughs) so that was kind of like right if you want to be part of this family mate you got to earn your stripes to be fair it wasn't Shalise's actual family um her family got me the job with these guys. Yeah. Uh, won't mention names. And you thank yeah. them ever since. That's great. <laughs> yeah, but I got through it. So I think again, it's just another like stepping stone. Like for yeah. me, it just shown what I was able to do. Because like again, like not a chance. Of, I don't fit into that type of job at yeah. all. And it's just I managed to survive. Actually, it's three months work. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think even though I never needed it, because after we got there, all the work done. We decided we want to stay in ours anyway, so we didn't need this second year visa. Oh, so it's just great. Yeah, yeah, it's great. So that it's all worth the fun games, I know. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so if you ever want to change your page, just let me know. I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, that's great. Awesome, bro. So okay, so all your families. You grew up uh, other side of the globe. Um, didn't mind the sports. Uh, got got qualified as a teacher. Met a girl. Came over to Oz went through the, the fun farming scenario thing, got yourself, what, what about Mandra? What, what brought you to Mandra? And then what brought you to like the fitness industry? Oh, it's, it's rather my podcast. We should have Shanice on here. It's, again, <laughs> uh, so yeah, because Shanice's brother, he lives in York. Yeah. Um, but they always used to, like her family always used to holiday down to Mandra. Yeah. And then they ended up moving here. So obviously the reason we come down here was just different place. I didn't want to stay up in York. And I oh, you didn't want to stay there? That's surprising. I thought you would have been all over it. Well, like, obviously it smashed the farming trade. <laughs> now, but then after that, no, we, yeah, her family was living down here. So we just moved in with her mom and dad for a little bit uh, until we could obviously get settled and figure out what we were doing. Cool. Um, and yeah, that's when I tried doing the relief teaching yeah. over here as well, just to try and get by. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it was just 
bit of a crazy time. Like we did a little bit of traveling when we first got here and then it was like, okay, fun's on, we need to actually try and sort ourselves out and see what we're going to do and yeah. start planning our future. So Cool, man. I uh, like it. And then fitness industry. What, what brought you, obviously you were enjoying the farm life so much. Yeah. What, what made you want to change into the fitness industry? Yeah, well, I think, because um, even, like, as soon as I started studying, like, I hadn't been to the gym before, and I think I saw my older brother, he started to go, he seemed to be enjoying it, and he sort of introduced me to the gym, um, and then ever since I started at uni, I thought, I need to sort of commit myself to the gym, yeah. so I went out, bought just some, like, new trainers, new yeah. gym clothes, I thought, now I've bought all this, I'm actually going to have to use it. <laughs> And it worked, because here okay. I am, so, cool. yeah, and then I think just since then, like, it's just, it's took up more and more of my time, and, like, even before I actually started studying to be a PT, yeah. I was still, like, researching, like, I've got Arnie books at home and things, just, you haven't know. stopped, that's, that, like, or I love all the coaches, and I love all the different personality traits that each and every one of you have, and one thing I've I've got from you is you just consistently are a student, mate. You just want to learn, want to learn, want to yeah, learn. Yeah, I don't think I've realised how much, but like I've even bought it all through this COVID stuff. Like I got a few books at home. Uh, yeah, and it's just I think I want to make sure. I I think it's just for me. I want to be able to provide the best training for myself, and then if I can do that for me, that can work for all my clients, anyone else who needs a bit of help as well. But yeah, I think that's the main thing. I just want to provide the best that I can. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, you've got a excellent name for yourself in Mandra in Team BDPT and over both facilities that, that we train at, the BDPT Trainers Trainer, um, Advanced Fitness and Basement Gym. You've got a really good name. You've got a great retention rate. So when people sign up to you, they understand the effort that goes in the programs, the effort that goes into the 24-7 coaching, the effort that goes into the sessions and the guidance through and out outside of those things. So it's credit to you for, for exactly that. Continuous studying, enjoying the process because yeah. you enjoy doing that stuff because you want to give your clients the best. So on a business level, that actually pays off big time, doesn't it? Yeah, so I love all the program. Like I've got a lot more into the programming than that recently. Yeah. And I think just actually, yeah, choosing your exercises and looking at the reasons behind why you're choosing them, yeah. getting familiar with them over your mesocycle, like I love doing that and yeah. watching the numbers go up. So I think I'm driven by the numbers yeah. and actually, actually seeing progress. So it's a big thing and I find that's a big drive for me. Yeah, cool. So, and I understand it doesn't work for everyone, but that's what drives me. And then if other people can get on board with that as well, then awesome. If not, we'll find something else to help motivate them. And yeah, cool. Um, I've seen your spreadsheets. They are sensational. You click one box, you select your age, sex, weight, and then it gives you all this other stuff throughout the spreadsheet. It's yeah. very impressive the way you've created it. Yeah, well, I think, again, it's all having this bit of time throughout the COVID. Like, it's just, I've tried, I've tried to actually use my time uh, as best I can. And yeah, that nutrition stuff, that was another book I read because I follow all these guys on Instagram and yeah. Facebook and that and yeah. they've all got like PhDs and things in nutrition, yeah. sports science. So I think it's just me looking up to people who know a lot more or are more experienced than yeah. me. Um, well, I think I'd be stupid to say that I know, know it all. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you'd be surprised how many trainers do say that, that they know it all. Um, so having that um, humbleness 
and that open-mindedness to be able to go out and continuously learn, yeah, um, yeah. I think is fantastic, but it's kind of a trend in BDPT as well. You're surrounded by other coaches that want similar stuff and, and that are open-minded, very coachable. They love, enjoy learning, wanting to give the best of their clients. So yeah, it's, yeah. All, it's all relative to the theme of BDPT, I feel. Um, mate, that's great. That's excellent, brother. Um, okay, so moving away from your family, uh, would, would have been a pretty big brick wall that you hit, hey, and, and probably not just the initial part. It might it probably would have came like months or even years after, right? So yeah. how has that gone with, with the separation of the fan? That'd be quite a big um, bit of resistance there. Yeah, well, I think um, definitely. So to start with, like, cause even very early on, uh, Shanice and I, we spoke about moving to Australia because I think, we always knew we had this time constraint where it was dictated by Shanice's visa. So we knew a decision had to be made. So I think very very early on, we knew it was either go somewhere else or call it quits. So I think I had that in mind. And yeah, and I think it was really difficult. So I've got quite close to my brothers and my dad because a lot of shit went down in my family before... Um, actually moving away yeah. so my mum ended up leaving on that okay. and it's just yeah so he's just he's just us boys on that um, so yeah it was was pretty tough moving away from them and I think it's just yeah it's it is, it is difficult being away from the family because um, like Skype I know you've got Skype and Zoom we try and message and that but yeah. it's, it's never quite the same and like like I say my brother he's had his first kid yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. like even when i went over last year like you can just tell nate doesn't quite know who i am and i find that quite difficult but yeah yeah i'm, yeah. I'm still very lucky to have them there like for me and yeah. they support me so much with everything so yeah. again yeah. like it's personality traits that that really define who we are as individuals and that just shows pure resilience on your behalf hey Pure resilience that, you know, constantly you're facing this form of resistance of missing your family. And one of our other coaches, coaches uh, Rachel Linney, is in, a, in a quite, a similar, um, quite a similar position, I guess. Um, but, mate, it's credit to yourself. And, you know, how much stronger does that make you as a, as a human being to create systems to kind of get you through um, these, these challenging times? You've, made, you've come over the other side of the world. You've made a, you, you've made a successful fitness business. You've grown yourself massively um, in the gym and in your mind as well, and mate, you know you've enjoyed the journey as well. So yeah, it's yeah. it's all that stuff. I just see that as credit to you, hey. And life is not about um, it's not about just the easy road. Like there's always stuff that's going to happen. Some people have it more than others. Like yourself, leaving your family would be very challenging. Um, I'm very thankful and grateful that I've always had my family right there and I'm very lucky to, to understand I'm very lucky and not everyone's got that. So, mate, that's just made you an even more resilient version of yourself, I would imagine. Yeah, no, I appreciate that, mate. Mm. But I think it's like to say, like, at the end of your life, you're not going to regret the things you did. You regret the things you didn't do. Yeah. So, I think either way for me, like, coming over here, I just made sure I had enough in my bank account. So, if I needed a flight home, I've got it and I can say that I tried, so. Yeah, mate, yeah. that's great. I've got a, quite a similar mindset as well, actually. 
um, in terms of opportunities arising. You know, you don't want to miss out on that because that's what you're going to kick yourself for. You'd, yeah, rather, yeah. you'd yeah. rather try it and fail and know that you gave it everything uh, yeah. than the other flip of the coin. So, yeah, that's cool, bro. That is cool. Mate, um, just, on the, just on that theme of growth um, and, and through hard times, you know, that's what makes you who you are. And if you do it correctly, um, you know, it can really make you a, a, a stronger, more upgraded version of yourself, I suppose. You're, you through BDPT, you came on board, right? And, and I've seen massive growth from the time you stepped on board through on the black shirt with the white logo and, and to now. We've gone, you went through some challenging times with business, hey, because not a lot of people in the gym knew you, in Mandra knew you, um, and obviously not, not been able to call, now you call Australia home, but, but probably, you know, not forever, it hasn't been that way. So, mate, you know, what key things have you, resiliency is one, like I see you as resilient business person, a resilient person, and it, and it makes sense with hearing your background now. Well, what kind of things helped you through that journey of, of, having a business, working through it, going through the hard times of financially being challenged to, to overcoming, what kind of things helped you out there? Yeah, so I think, again, like it's, I think the people I've been out, been lucky enough to surround myself with, like I know, even though I'm away from my family, I know they're only ever a message or a phone call away. Yeah. Like they're always there to support me, they'll always help out with whatever I need, and uh, as well, so I've got Shanice and her family, like they've been so good to me. Like, there's yeah. Sounds it with that farm job that was gold. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm joking. Well, the, the, I've met Shanice. She's awesome. She's well, you know, you say you don't regret the thing. Like that, that's the one you regret <laughs> maybe. Like. But that's no, the like, exception of the rule. Yeah, there's always one exception, hey. But no, um, yeah, Shanice's family. They're basically like my own family. Cause yeah, that's awesome. No, they've been so great to me. So so good. Yeah, bro. I think I've just been so lucky with having the people around me to support me with no matter what choices I've had. Because there's definitely been times when I've probably considered. I don't reckon if I've considered it, the people around me have. Like maybe this, like the fitness industry, isn't the best for me right now. Yeah. Like especially going through financial struggles, like trying to sort out the visa, yeah. like partner visa. Yeah. Shit, it's fucking expensive. It's cheap, like, cheap, eh? Yeah, it's so, so any savings I had, they've been waved goodbye. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. But yeah, and as well, like, I think definitely coming here, um, like it's just a support system here. It's like you say, you've got other great PTs here and they've been through what you've been through and I think, I think that just shows so much. Like it's just proof that you get through the other side and I think just having the mentors like you and SP, whenever we've needed something, whether it's something small or big, like you've just been there to help us as well, so it's great. Yeah, the, the, we're like a little family here. We, we do a lot more than just work together. You know, we go out on PT catch-ups, like Linny's having a housewarming, I think next Friday, I think it is, you know, we're all going Are we just that. inviting everyone now? Or? Yeah, yeah, so the address is, uh, we'll post in the links. Uh, Linny, you cool with that? Yep, sweet, she's all good with that. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, Let's kind of shift, I love that story of resilience and growth, man. Like that's just, a lot of people would crumble under that pressure, they really would, it's a lot of pressure there, but you've actually not even, not only surpassed it, you've actually grown from that and gone another level up and I can only imagine you continue climbing that staircase. Mate, let's let's walk into the business scene now. Um, you know, obviously the, the deal with BDPT and how we're different is the coaches, 
all specialize in individual niches because specialization has been proven to be a more efficient and effective way of achieving results, enjoying the journey, getting the most out of your training, all that fun stuff. Mate, who do you exactly help out and why? So I love hypertrophy, which is just basically building muscle. Building so, muscle. So you are a builder. You you followed the family business in building. Hey, that's not bad. <laughs> you like that? Dad, you love me now? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, so building is my uh, obsession. No, I love um, building muscle. And I think, yeah, whether it's male or female, as yeah. long as you're happy putting in the work, yeah. Um, then yeah, you've got like my full attention. I'll give you hundred and ten percent. Yeah, and I'll go above and beyond to help you with that. Agreed. So I think, yeah, I think it's just hypertrophy is what I love. But I think you've got to just have that drive there, because it's not easy. Like coming to the gym is not easy. Like you literally come here to put your body under tension. If you're not going to give it hundred and ten percent, the easier option is stay home. Yeah. Like so, go in, give it your all, go home satisfied. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I love that. I agree with that as well. Um, yeah, it is, it isn't easy. And any PT that says that it is, is easy, sorry, get my words tied up. Any PT that says that it is an easy journey, um, look, they're, they're, I think that it can be easy in the sense that you might enjoy it if you've got a good coach um, yeah. and looking back on it. But there is, it does take hard work and it does take yeah. consistency and it does take resiliency. And some days you might not feel like going to the gym, but guess what? You've got to get up your, your ass and get it done. And it's that simple. And having that support, um, exactly what you do for your clients is, is sensational, mate. So anything that I missed there, like in, in terms of um, muscle building, like for me, because I've, I've always enjoyed the hypertrophy stuff as well yeah. um, for my own training um, especially. So, you know, for me, it was just consistency. Like I was training hard for two, three months. I'm a classic ectomorph body type. So yeah. stand sideways, you wouldn't be able to see me on that skinny. <laughs> But it, it was just about putting in the work and the food month after month after month after month after month. Yeah, yeah, it's funny you mentioned the food because like nutrition is is so important. And I think like you say, like people say it's easy, but it's like even if you find the training easy, it might be that nutrition's difficult. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, it yeah, could be yeah. the nutrition you're doing at this very moment is difficult. Like yeah. I've, I've found when I was on a cut last time, I could lose the weight fairly easy. But now I'm trying to build muscle and my weight has not been shifting. And at the minute, I'm eating 3,000 calories Jeez. a day. Yeah. I'm going to have to up it to maybe 3,200 just to try and get my weight to move. And like, I've tried talking to some of the girls in the gym and they're like, oh, you've found it so easy with weight loss. Yeah. And we wish we had that problem. But I'm facing my own challenge. Like, I yeah. can't put on the weight. Like That's that's what I want to do. Like, See, this is perfect because I'm an ecto as well. That sounds like the ectomorphic body type, yeah. right? so the natural kind of skinny kid. This is the same things that I've always struggled with, right? And my cuts will be, I don't do any serious cuts anymore. I like to be a little bit leaner for summer, but I'm too old for that stuff now. So it, it's when I was trying to lose weight, um, that would come off so fast, like yeah. faster than a normal person, right? But building muscle or putting on any form of body fat whatsoever came really hard. So I used to say, I've got a lot of female clients when I was a PT. I used to say, I've got the perfect body type for a female that, that females would want yeah. that body type because I've got skinny legs. My legs never put on any size whatsoever and any fat or weight I put on goes straight to my tits. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell, mate. <laughs> yeah. So, it, you know, that's that's the thing with knowing what kind of body type you are out of the main three body types. Yeah. It's, it's so important to have a coach that knows that stuff and, and just like 
consistency, resiliency, and enjoying the journey, hey? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Cause even though, yeah, there's always going to be hardships and difficult times, but enjoy the process and yeah. find a better way to do it or just something different that works for you. So. Sick. I love yeah. it, bro. I love it. Mate, um, I guess the last question I want to ask today is more so... Like, your journey has had some pretty heavy challenges to the normal person. I mean that in the lightest possible way, in the most positive way. I don't mean anything by that. Is that why people tell me I look so tired all the time? <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel you look tired of you. You look bushy and brown eyed. God, that's the first day. <laughs> Mate, uh, I, guess, I guess what the question that I wanted to ask is about resiliency. Like, how... Do you have something that kind of inspires you or motivates you that when times get tough or you miss your family or financial burdens happen or whatever, you're working 19 hour days on a truck, whatever resistance you're facing, what gets you through? What inspires you? Who inspires you or motivates you? Um, so I think, I think I'd say bringing it back to the farm job, I know for that, I was very driven because I had not only the end goal in mind for what I was doing, like I knew it was only three months work. Like I think if I knew that was permanent, I'd have laid down in front of the tractor rather than uh, <laughs> carried on. So yeah. I think just knowing that I've got that end goal in mind, like it's not permanent. I've just got to push through for this certain amount of time. And as well, I think um, just the why behind what you're doing. like. The reason I was doing that was so that I could stay in Australia, which is where I wanted to be. I wanted to start my life with Shanice. If not, like, what was my alternative? So I think just sometimes it's just you've got to grin and bear it and do the hard work. So Sick, bro. I love yeah. it. I love it, man. Really, really good. So yeah, not, not quite some uh, great advice there. It's just, I think, yeah, it, sometimes it it's just... Uh, it's funny, eh? Because when you say it, you've you, that's been ingrained in you. So you don't think that it's it's any amazing content or intel or information. But funny that because some people like would, would hear that and really relate to it. Right? They yeah. might really assess why they're actually doing something. So the first thing you said there was was knowing your why. So you know what your why was to get you through those times. Like I, I think that is so important. Um, in business, I use that as well for a lot of my business clients is knowing your why. Because yeah. business is hard. Muscle building is hard. Training is hard. And a lot of things in life are hard. But if you've got a reason to do it, mate, it becomes so much easier. Yeah. And the passion yeah. gets there. And... 100%. Yeah. 100%. Brother. I love it. Uh, bro, we're out of time. That is it for today. What is one more, I don't know, positive quote, hint, tip, whatever you want to give out to people that are facing resilience that are trying to overcome? Uh, I think just have a think about why you're doing whatever it is that you're doing. And I'd say, if your why isn't good enough, then don't do it. Yep. Like, I think it's great being resilient, but if you don't need to be, don't waste your energy. Yep, I yeah. love it. Assessing your why, it's, it's such an important part of life. and. Something that, funny enough, they don't teach in school. They teach Pythagoras theorem and they teach all these other things. Not knocking the school program, by the way. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, it's but teach cocktails. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, you know, it's such an important thing. And this is why I enjoy standing up in front of people because that's what I always talk about. Know your why. 
be be jumping out of bed at 6 a.m. in the morning even if you're not a, uh, a morning person because you're so fucking excited to do what you need to do that day. Yeah. Like that's that's what I believe in anyway. So mate, I, I say great advice. Brother, thanks for your time, mate. Thanks for coming right, in, thank Polo. You, mate. Um, mate, all the best. Enjoy. Cheers, mate. So there you have it. Today's episode with Mark Polo Thomas. We really appreciate the BDPT coaches for coming on board and sharing their story. I really hope you guys got something out of it. And if you have any questions for myself or Mark, or just want to give some feedback for the podcast, we really appreciate it. And guys, I hope you got something out of that one. See you at the next episode.